Hello and welcome to Campaign Comrades, your favorite leftist gaming podcast. It's been a while since we've done a news episode. We kind of had our schedules get a little bit mixed up that we we hope to be addressing that in the future. I keep saying I'm going to actually adjust the calendar, but I have yet to do so <laughs> for for all of us. But I will I will do that eventually. But we should be back on a more set schedule here and next going into next year we should be good we've got pretty much things lined up for the end of the year with maybe one exception of when we do our special end of the year episode so folks be on the lookout for that one sometime probably just before the holiday is when that one will come out but today we are doing our our news roundup we are recording literally at the last day of september so we are we're well situated to talk about what was going on in September. And, you know, it's, it's kind of was like a, it's a, it was both a, a a wild and a slow month in a lot of ways. Like a lot of things just kind of gliding over my skull, my smooth brain and just (laughs) making me like, does it seem like, like Starfield came out, you know, like 25 days ago or something like that, that, that that basically Starfield launched a month ago. I feel like that came and went. And I mean, one, I I, I got to say, I'm not seeing a lot of discourse about it. We will be contributing yeah. a little bit to the discourse when I've seen well, plenty of discourse about it. Is it is this I, no? It's, hot I'm in saying the now. Streets? I'm saying like now. Like now, it's like what I it, still see it's now. It's definitely is just, trickled. That, like, and it's much less than you would expect for such a big game that released a month ago. I don't yeah, even like see Harry it. Potter was kicking up more stuff still. Like, yeah, a yeah month I, I don't. I don't see it even as much of like the the console warrior stuff so much anymore. If you're going to see stuff, that's what you're going to see. Matt's going to pull up like ten Reddit threads that. Are yeah, just, I guess it's probably. Oh, no, it's I mean, so it, it, there, just because I'm not on Reddit. There's yeah. there's countless Reddit threads every day still because yeah, that's people, okay. Okay, people enter this point in the game where. If someone dislikes it and you like it, you counter jerk their their circle jerk, and mm-hmm. it becomes this really just annoying cycle you create, of jerking. You, you create a, a a a whirlpool of jerking off. <laughs> yeah, like when you when you get currents going in bo- in both way in you know in opposite directions, creates a fucking whirlpool. Do, do you ever have a friend with an above ground pool? Yeah, ran around. Yeah. <laughs> One of my yeah. favorite to things create, to do. Yeah, and then yeah, then you see who can withstand the current. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But so we'll no. contribute to the to the Starfield discourse. But uh, before we really kind of jump into the news fully, I just wanted to kind of open the floor to everybody. You know, what's what's new with all of you? Both you know, any anything new and exciting, both personal and or gaming related for for each of you. I got stranded mm-hmm. yesterday in New York City. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Mike and I fought uh, the rainiest day on record at uh, JFK. So we were true warriors in uh, returning to the we homeland. Just, I wasn't prepared because I was living under a rock. Yeah, and, Mayor Adams. You know, so I didn't know about this storm. He was, he, he was out partying with celebrities before, yeah. you know, rather than putting out storm warnings and shit. Guess yeah. What? He was, yeah, guess what? He everyone was everyone he was with knew. The Elden Ring. Yeah. yeah, if you didn't know, you were a nobody because you weren't there. So, yeah, get, get fucked. His birthday fundraiser the night before. <clears throat> so yeah, his I birthday got... was also a month ago. 
which I like. I like that that twist to it. <laughs> but but to Matt Matt's point, which which shard of the Elden Ring controls uh controls the weather, and so which one is is Mayor Adams wielding currently? Which great rune? I don't know if any of them directly control the weather. Um... So yeah, if he, I mean, he yeah. he feels like he's got a. He's got Moog's great rune. He feels like a Lord yeah. of Blood type of person to me. Mm. Controlling controlling the rats through blood magic. Yes, yeah. yes. That's what that's that's what it is Damn, for sure. That's good. Creating yeah, that's now that's stay fitting. tuned for my uh 45-minute video essay deep dive on what Mayor Adams' other uh parts of his Elden Ring build would be. Oh hell yeah. <laughs> Damn, we should do that. Is he is he fat rolling like Elon? Oh yeah. Oh. <laughs> no, I feel like he he's a light roller. He's got a he's got a light build. He he's, do you he's think quick it, with is, it. Is he's too shifty. Is he a sicko yeah. quality build who's just running around in his underwear in a great club? No, no, he has too much class for that. He he loves to be dripped out, so he's gonna have some swaggy armor. No, he's he's definitely a caster. Yeah. For sure. He's not getting into the mix in some melee. Only when he needs to. When he needs to go like Super Saiyan <clears throat> and like whip it out. Wow. Whip it out. <laughs> Alright, so uh, surviving the some of the footage from the, the flooding was pretty wild. Seeing all the, like the, the bus one that the I saw. Was... There's a bunch the of those. Hilarious. Yeah. And pe- people were like, why are they holding their feet up out of the water? They're just going to have to put it down to walk out. It's like, man, do you know how fucking gross that water is? Like, yeah. The, the amount of time that you keep your feet in that water, you're like exponential increase in like bacterial infection. Yeah. You're going to get MRSA. That's like, yeah, everyone like needs to go water. to like a foot reflexologist and get yeah. some like Japanese pads put on your feet to. The funniest, uh, the funniest the ones for out. me, funniest ones for me were seeing it like literally just coming out of the walls in yes, subway in stations. Subway. Oh yeah, in, in some of the newer subway the stations that I was in yesterday, like I, I lucked out that I wasn't, I didn't get caught in any of the water or anything. But there are some. You stations... feel like you were in a movie. Do you feel like you were in like the day after tomorrow? Damn, I love yeah, a man. movie. I mean, Grand Central <laughs> was crazy at like fucking noon. It was absolutely packed. You couldn't walk. Um. You know, tourists were out and about though. They nothing <laughs> stops. Is this New York? <laughs> nothing this stops. A, nothing stops a German tourist yeah. in Times Square. Yeah, <laughs> German and Australian tourists in Times Square were I mean, out and Australian? about. They, just... They're they're God's strongest warriors for sure. Oh, for sure. They're they're his true chosen people. Any uh, anything gaming though before I go on a little a little soapbox here? I'm itching. I've got the I've got the I've got the brain rot. I mean, I've I liberated just... the coral. <laughs> Hell yeah. I just need I need more time in my life for gaming. I I need to get through Final Fantasy 16. You're, I need you're to the do Armor Core. Of... I need I want to play Cyberpunk. Like God, I need to play Spider Man, Luigi's Mansion. God damn, that's my yeah. Idea. If you can like get like a weekend and like and kind of close yourself off, you can finish Luigi's Mansion for the pod really quick. It's yeah, yeah. it takes a second to like 
figure out how to deal with the game designed the, for children yeah the doo-doo dog Our adult water controls be perfect for this yeah and, and at it's that literally point, the it's, game it, loop is so easy to figure out and once you get it's all it, about it's gooigi bang, boom yeah yeah <laughs> gooigi is i uh i i told you like i probably did about like it was probably like two days of like game sessions and yeah yeah i probably played more than maybe a normal day because i was trying to get through it um, but I was like, it was over a weekend. It was basically, I, I had put like a half hour in before, like when my nephew was here visiting, I thought it was a game that we could play. And then gave him horrible nightmares for the rest of his life. It did spook him on his imagination. It, it did spook him a little bit. Um, but he, he, he soldiered through, um, hell the kid's first game was playing a couple levels of doom. So he's, he's, uh, <laughs> I, I brought him up the same way that I was. So, yeah. He's doing fine. Continuing tradition. Yeah, he's yeah. fine. Um, he, sh- he should no, have been started just, on Tetris, like a true. But then I just <laughs> did like two. I just did like yeah, two days of like decent, decently dedicated grinding the Gooigi se- sessions, and it was it was done. Because like I'm not doing like finding all gems and all that kind yeah, of shit. Yeah. Not doing. But that. Andrew, Andrew's the meme of like <clears throat> work to uh, to get the PS5 to sit and watch it, collect dust. Yeah, <laughs> like get get home get home from work. Yeah, can't can't wait to play can't wait to play my game. Just passed out on the couch, <laughs> sleep sleepy. There, you're almost one you're meme. almost done with with Final Fantasy. No, though, I'm right? close. I'm close with Final. Yeah, Fantasy, you're you're yeah. you're literally on Origin has opened up. Like final main mission is available. Yeah, you're so so you final, so you probably Fantasy. just have a couple a couple of the. He has like the, the final side quest dump. Which are yep. which are purely just like for your main characters, basically. It's yeah. Like you get one for Joshua, for for Jill, yeah. for for uh, Josh and Jill are characters. That's hilarious. Joshua, it's hilarious combination. Joshua, Josh, Jill, Mid, Torgal is Mid Mid. No, no, no she's not. a great Fantastic. character. She's an amazing person. Um, I wish she didn't have as high moral standard. I want airship. Um, but yeah, she's she's too wise. DLC. She's too wise for her years. Um but yeah, you've got you yeah, you just basically have like for like your main NPCs, the final the final bits of those quest lines. Damn, they don't actually build the airship bullshit. Oh. <laughs> Maybe they will. We'll see. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe it was decision based. As I yeah <laughs> you might be I able to pressure her because there are i think some dialogue options i i don't remember i think so no 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 i thought there were no. not 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 in she that probably, just, she probably just gets mad she probably just gets mad at you yeah that's funny no we must build a nuclear warhead with this mm-hmm. but clive that doesn't make sense must bomb origin yeah, I uh, you mentioned it, but yeah, it's it's fitting also again for September news. You know, Cyberpunk is back in the back in the zeitgeist officially with the release of Phantom Liberty in 2.0. I have, I am, I am now. I'm like over 20 hours in already. Um, so it's like it's got its fucking hooks in me for sure. Um, and I I'm so glad I waited because. Even though I like like the 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 gunplay, you know me like I I don't like have a, anything necessarily against first person shooting. 
I tend to dislike first person melee, although I think the melee is pretty good here. It's mm-hmm. decent. It's, yeah, it's decent. Like, I, I feel like the inner weeb in me wouldn't be able to resist uh, a katana and like the the speed build. I like the katana, and I'm gonna. I'm focusing strictly on intelligence right now. Like I, I've I've fully maxed out stats for intelligence, but I'm working on perks for intelligence. But I will be then splitting between body and and reflexes you know, your strength and decks for, I, I do want to unlock some of the katana abilities. Like the main one is like, you got to unlock the, be able to deflect bullets with the katana. Like, absolutely. Like who, yeah, we, who, who, we, who are we, who are we kidding? Um, I wish that it was just slicing the bullets in half because yeah, that would be, that would be sick. Um, And I, like, I, I'm, I'm happy with the build direction that I'm going. Like I, I'm doing, you're, you're like in the net runner almost pure net runner and it's so it's one thing that i that i i have no point of reference from from the original launch ver even 1.5 yeah um you know the major kind of you know update that you know made it playable but not like this like the, the next gen update right the ps5 yeah. one yeah so people i do remember seeing though a complaint they're like oh hacking isn't a true option that was that was a, a major complaint. They're like they're saying like there was something lacking about its viability. Um, that's totally not the case anymore. It's like I every everything you know you so your hacks are based off of how much RAM you have and like you do your skills that like based on doing all these actions or using these particular type of weapons or killing people with things will re-upload your RAM and then you've got the overclock ability which lets you ignore ram and it takes your health instead so you can just be fucking going uh and and it it all synergizes really well because you can then do things where you have like a cyberware that does this as well as well as again these other perks that yeah you're taking health away but then when you when you uh you know eliminate an enemy you get health back and so you can keep the cycle going um and i i when i was like talking to andrew about it before i was like Oh, there's like an element of the hacking that hasn't quite clicked for me yet. And it's kind of like the, how it incorporates into stealth. Um, And so it's most applicable in things like your gigs, your gig jobs, where it's usually, it's like go to place and get thing, do this, steal this, kill this guy, whatever. But it's usually, it's, it's your equivalent of like a bandit hideout type of thing. You're going to find enemies there and you've got to infiltrate it in some way, just go out all out and attack someone. But it's the best setup for um, this really kind of cool way to do hacking because they they'll have cameras everywhere. And so as I figured out the, the method of how you, you can just basically you crouch outside before, you know, you've alerted anybody, you ping the camera. So you see where everybody is. Then you take control of the camera and you can cycle through the rest of the cameras it throughout the whole thing and you can hack through the camera so it's yeah. like you go and you look at the camera you, you see the people you hack you like first you hit over overdraw or overclock so you can do as much hacking as you want you go through one camera view hack of these bunch of dudes cycle to the next one hack them <laughs> continue 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 and you come out of it and they all just drop dead just kill and, all of them <laughs> and it's it's very satisfying and i described it as like it's got this kind of hacking has this mass effect feel to it because it kind of like slows down time you're picking your abilities you're doing combos that way it's fun i enjoy it yeah 
but the- I ha- do have the urge to also try out like a Sandevistan build as well. A Sandevistan melee build that you can just slow time and assassinate everybody while they're while yeah. they can't react. I've seen a few cool play, videos. Play as cool. the character from Edge Runners, whatever mm-hmm. his name is. I think it's Daniel. David? No, David. David Martinez. Yeah. Yeah, I'm definitely doing more of a melee build. I like getting up up close. So I still got some things that I'm I'm experimenting with, but it's got its hooks in me for sure. Um all right, so I could talk about that first for a lot more, so I will I will I will pull it back (laughs) in. Um and we'll actually get to the news of the day um we have a we had a bunch of topics that we kind of picked out and we'll see if we can get to them all um i know this one is not like a major one and i apologize to mike uh ahead of time you know being the non sony gamer that the direct topic doesn't apply to you Sony ponies but but the larger the larger issue at hand i think you have you'll have some comments on and as a former game pass subscriber i don't you don't currently subscribe to game pass at the uh, moment, i have you? it right now oh you do I've, okay like, on and off yeah all right so that, that planning on playing life of pi okay okay so that's a that's a that'll be an interesting Wait, part did of the you discussion say life of pi yeah it's funny to call life lies of p life of pi. Uh, <laughs> I, I i unironically like i that's just <laughs> what i thought it was called. No, life it's, of pie. Li- it's lies, lies of, of pi. Yeah, but I like it. it's funny to call it, call it life is of pi. Episode title: Life of Pi. <laughs> yeah. Um, which is also oh, a relevant, but was also a relevant, you know, relevant topic that dropped this month, and yeah, I've I have finished my playthrough of that and enjoyed it. Um, but uh, so it's it's about subscriptions and like the the major jumping off point is the in my opinion, ridiculous price increase of PS plus and every single tier is seeing a, an increase uh, as we all it's by not now, the same percentage increase for the three tiers either. No, it's not. So, so the most expensive one gets the biggest fucking hit. Um, yeah. It's like, it gets to the point of it's like a 30% increase, I think somewhere at some yeah. level, um, which is uh, kind of outrageous, but so, essential tier which you know is basically just your cloud saves online multiplayer and the uh, the monthly games okay so but you don't have access to the catalogs yeah you you don't get the the subscription you just get whatever the the games of the month are okay um uh so that went from 60 dollars a year to 80 dollars a year so 20 20 increase there extra which is all of so all these tiers obviously have everything that the lower tier had but then something else so extra has the game catalog one which is this is the most akin to your kind of regular game pass idea yeah it's Um, the the modern game catalog yeah it's it's uh yeah you're you're mostly last generation it's mostly ps ps4 games but there are ps5 games that get thrown in there as well um or ps5 versions it was games. like um uh what's it called the fuck it uh shit uh <laughs> yeah completely blanking on the name of it all of a sudden 
the uh it's the studio who did the it was their first game it was uh ps5 and it was on extra on launch well i know stray was like one of the first like day and day yeah, but it wasn't stray it was before that it was the one she has a staff the little black dudes the little black blonde oh kenna bridge of spirits kenna bridge there we go i kept all that i could think of the was Legend black of Korra, dudes and i knew that was <laughs> close though the titles are similar um but yeah, yeah no she, they're like yeah they're these cute little uh weird spirit things but yeah they're these little these little kind of black blobs yeah and that was also an extra on I, I own that i yeah it's a good game a, I, enjoyed a, it. I know I, everybody says it's good so i've i have i have yet to to get to it's it it's not though. super deep like the, yeah that's a big reason why i want to play is that it's not very long either um yeah but uh, yeah so there have been some good ones and that's part of the discussion i think as well as is the release not schedule but like the the release strategy that that differentiates ps uh ps plus and something like game pass but before we get to that though i just want to say premium got the biggest hit or i didn't actually get the price extra which has that game catalog went from a hundred dollars a year to 135 dollars and then premium which again is everything mentioned already plus a uh Plus the classic um, the classics catalog, so it's PS1, PS2, PS2, PS2 PSP, and cloud streaming for I PS3. Forget, I say which one? Say is is PS3 streaming exclusive to premium? Yes, I okay. think so. I'm pretty uh, sure that's right. So that went from 120 to 160. I will say, still cheaper than a year's a year's worth of subscription to Game Pass Ultimate. It's one thing. And I mean the, the the one service who comes out king, and we Wait. we we derided them. We were giving them shit this past Tuesday for the I mean, horrible connection. I mean, it works. It works yes. terribly. But yeah, <laughs> no, like but I do. You have to say, you know, it's as, cheap <laughs> as an individual price. It's sixty dollars a year for the ultimate version of Nintendo's yeah, it, online, and it's cheap because we do it as a we do a family plan. And, so well, that it's. $80 for up to six people, which makes it even. Yeah. So, you know, yeah, we, significantly we definitely more cheap. We definitely utilize that. But so I wanted to like, just kind of open this discussion to, we can start off with for those of us who are subscribers. Cause I think for the three of us who have playstations, we are all currently uh premium subscribers, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because the... I try to give them much money. I can't. The, well, I need to, they need my support. They they, yeah. they they need my financial support all the time. You have to also remember that last year when they launched it, they did that thing where if you were already doing the basic tier on the yes. old, the old thing, you got like a like it was much cheaper to do the upgrade initially. Yeah. Uh-huh. Or is it a better deal? Um, it obviously wasn't yeah, cheaper, I'm... but it was a better deal. Yeah. Yes. Uh oh. This price. Um, so yeah, if, 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 uh, you cut out there for a second, Andrew, but, um, oh, is it doing it again? Uh Uh-oh. Yeah. This will be great. I'll have so much fun. A lot of, a lot of interesting stuff for Matt's for Matt to edit. We love it. But, uh, yeah. So, um, if I wasn't already locked in for a year plus, cause remember in the summer, there was like the you they had like a discount it's like you yeah because like they probably did a summer sale and so like i'm paying less than this now you know less yeah. than the original price you know rest less than the original price 
but like when uh when that goes up and if they have basically my my point is and i wanted to open it up to you guys is do we think they're doing enough to justify that price to stay at to stay at premium i'm not going to cancel because they're i'm not going to cancel just flat out because i do utilize things like cloud save and stuff like that um i find sometimes really the as of late the monthly games have been hit or miss um but i think like unless they like do a real lot to justify uh things with like a really expansive effort to increase their the class that classic catalog that i'm at the very least gonna go down to extra which is still more which is still now more than i was paying for premium yeah, uh, ten dollars more. That that's still an increase of fifteen dollars more. Oh yeah, thirty five. Sorry, but it's a it's it's but at least that's over a year, so that's not huge. That's not a huge difference. But like, I don't play at the as of uh, right now. I don't play enough cl- of the classic games like that. I'm like kind of thinking I should switch anyways. I where do we think the value is? Think. Do we and how does it compare to some of these others? No, Steph, I did. If I hadn't done the same thing, paid through like the next year and a half, I would be probably at least downgrading the 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 level, if not base, because it's just. Um, I don't think they have the offering that that Microsoft has, and we we've said that from the get go. But if they, I I don't want them to. I honestly don't want them to do day one, but if they did like a new games come out a quarter later like that would make it worthwhile to me uh i i agree with their strategy right that like putting games out day and date like is kind of value destructive to them yes yes it really is and does not does not uh help developers whether first or third party in the long run and does not does not help with the longevity of the game cycle but at the same time it's I, i've i've come to the realization it's like yeah that that extra bit that i'm paying for something that i'm not really using like i'm not because it's like the games that i want to play that maybe yes eventually do come to ps plus like horizon forbidden west is on playstation plus now uh you know god of war ragnarok will probably come to playstation plus we know god of war obviously you know 2018 was but like those are that's so late that you know i I bought those games already and so it's the realization is if i'm downgrading you save that money can go towards another game you know can just go towards a game that i want to play at the time so i i I think that this is that this is not going to end well for them i think that their numbers are going to see a significant drop because of it but maybe it's just like if they they see, they see they more longevity. The they see more longevity the in, and we're in like extra. The, the percent that we lose from certain mm-hmm. tiers, or like that downgrade a tier, uh, will still be made up by the percent who stay and the extra increase they pay over the the span. So, like like you said, you're you're going to downgrade a tier. You're still you're still paying more than you were last time. Uh-huh. Exactly. So like they're, they're and- probably looking at their because like they're the they're probably because they're probably also they have numbers that's that show that the majority of people are not subscribing to premium you know right. it's just gonna it's gonna then potentially probably drive more people to to extra like, i'm probably gonna stick with premium for one more year 
but that's just because I'm building out my own personal PS1 library. I'm going to try to like gain access to the games that I want from that era and like the PS2 catalog as well. Mm-hmm. And then just have them myself rather than have to go through a subscription service to access them. Yeah. And I, I think the other thing is like for a lot of gamers, the base package is almost a necessity at this point. Right. So well, yeah. Cause like the, the online and the cloud saves like cloud right. saves by themselves that's probably like if you want to look into it that's probably the single most predatory aspect of what they're holding you hostage by yeah yes like uh holding your memories basically yeah (laughs) your gaming soul is uh is dependent it's important (laughs) because uh that's the thing so like that's one of the things that the steam deck does so well because it's just a computer and because you got the those Steam saves, you can just go back and forth between your computers, your Steam Deck, and your your, you know, if you have a desktop a or a laptop thing. or something like that, it's a little more powerful. But you can seamlessly transfer back and forth there without having to, you know, you don't have to pay anything for that. Whereas, say you have uh, a regular Nintendo Switch, and then you got the kiddos a Switch Lite. You know, and they want to be able to access, you know, Mario Odyssey or something like that. You're saved from Mario Odyssey. Like you got to pay Nintendo online for that because they got to be able to, you know, that's the only way you can transfer those cloud saves wirelessly. But like, I don't, I don't. Like, ultimately, it's going to be a, it's a good decision. They know that, like, they know they're going to make more money. Um, But as the consumers right now, this is a little bit of a shafting and like they don't. Oh yeah. No, it's, it's happening across the subscription services right now. Every single one of them yeah, is, has found new ways to squeeze every last drop of the orange, you know, and right now we're just the, the dry pulp clinging to the rind, hoping to survive another squeezing. Mm, squeeze me, daddy. <laughs> and so, so it's like, yeah. So as as Mike was like saying before, you know, like that he is currently subscribing to to Game Pass. You know, there's there's the the idea of oh, you pick it up and put it down when you want it. That only becomes kind of viable with the kind of the day and date strategy, right? In, in that yeah. you see a game that you know that you're going to want to play, you subscribe for this month and you play it, and then you you're done. You unsubscribe. Whereas that's not really doable with with PlayStation right now. It's it's more about access to this again this catalog. And I think how it works. You could correct me if I'm wrong. Is that you know I've like I have through the catalog claimed a bunch of games. I don't have them installed yet. But say like what would what would happen if I unsubscribe from from ps plus do i lose access to all those that i have added to my library yes uh right so yeah. so it's like you, you never own these games i mean not like you do with it's xbox the same either. way with game pass if you download well, but, a game off game pass and unsubscribe you lose the well the the one thing about game pass though especially if you're doing it on a desktop if you unsubscribe the game is still installed you can't unless you uninstall it it doesn't you know uh but the does Automatic. the license work? No, no, the license doesn't work. But you don't lose your progress in it. So if two months down the line I decide to 
a re-up game pass for an, a new game that got launched but i want to go back and play some more uh lives of p um then i could <laughs> lives of pi then i could it changed I, I i could i could play a little bit and you know pick up where i left off it's not you know it, it is in a sense you know having to um you know pay for like that cloud storage but it's not actually on the cloud like you you have oh, that, that save is on your your device that's a yeah. hardware um so pretty sure you know, that's how the ps plus games are downloaded work so if you played one of the games that's downloaded the progress is there it would be unless you delete it to free up space yes. and then yes it's gone that forever. that would be the same way on desktop then yeah if you yeah. delete the file there's no yeah but i uh, guess i was just trying to i was trying to advocate for microsoft i had to be the devil's advocate in the uh-huh. uh the now streaming wars between the two giants and obviously microsoft is better it's an american company we hate the <laughs> ponies. you guys are just bootlickers to you know this foreign country or foreign company by by american yeah i'm a, i'm an american we support and, and american like the companies. true american uh experience you buy in hoping that you get something that you've been promised and never get it yeah correct That's the only way to experience America. That you know that this is the way. Since we have you know fully enlisted in the you know the console armies um, at this point, you know, it's kind of a, Jim Ryan. Oh, yeah, good transition for yeah. for for Andrew's Andrew's story. No, like, I thought that I, I love seeing all like the people. Uh, I love seeing all like the the people being like, uh, oh, like. Uh, you know, Sony ponies are so sad that Jim, that their hero Jim Ryan is is retiring, and 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 then you like you see like the actual like Sony sickos online. They're they are oh, still God. posting funny memes about like you know, don't care. You know, it's like don't don't care. Uh, you know, God of War go burr. Like you know, like <laughs> playing playing good games. Like don't care. Like you know. Because they at least you know understand that you know these CEOs are not their friends. They're you know Jim Ryan and Phil Spencer are not their their divorced daddies. No. <laughs> also, like Jim Ryan's, I think sixty four or something like that. Like, yeah, fuck off, retire. Like you're um, at and that point. And every like like Sony fan is just like, yeah, he's made very bad decisions. You know. Yeah. Yeah. The the success like, of Sony is almost in spite of him. Like. Yeah. It's like good riddance. So yeah, hit hit us with it, Andrew. Yeah. So uh, big news: Jim Ryan is retiring. We got uh, this. What is announced? What like two days ago? I think it's recent. Uh, maybe it's it recent. Tuesday. It's, yeah, it's recent. Yeah. It was a Tuesday. Recording. It was a Tuesday. Really recent. It, yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, Wednesday. Wednesday. Apologies. Oh. Okay. Uh, so Wednesday, September twenty seventh, and. My man's stepping down. He's he's sailing off into the sunset after making lots of money and you know making yeah, what was it thirty years as a Sony yeah 30, 30 years yep at Sony. Uh, he's being replaced, and this is really what I am most interested about because like I don't care about Jim Ryan. Like he's fine. He's in my opinion better than uh Phil, but 
he's still a CEO and he sucks. And he's replacing, uh, he's being replaced by Hiroki Totoki. Hope I'm saying that right. Uh, probably not. But I was just yeah, hoping it wasn't a assume woman. Assume no. Assume no. Uh, and he... <laughs> just letting that comment by Mike slide. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's, not, that's, is... that's not how. That's not how Japan works. Yeah. This is a real society. Yeah. Um, he's a veteran of Sony. He's actually their vice chairman of the entire company. So. My man's mm-hmm. taking on uh, a second role that he's really kind of filling as the interim, and they're probably going to hire someone else to take this on as the as their only, you know, a little bit down the line. But he comes from uh, the financial side of the house and was the CFO. And I gotta say, I like the house lingo. Uh, it makes me a little scared because. He's been quoted as saying he's obsessed with growth and other bullshit like that. Aren't we all? So, you know, at least Jim Ryan did seem to have some grasp of the negatives for lots of uh, he, stakeholders he, of he, the streaming platforms, and I'm scared. He seemed to, at the very least, show some lip service to caring about the health of the industry. Yes. Less than just, you know, yeah, predatory capitalist, you know, profit expansion, uh, line go up, you know, exponential growth, right? You know, that that kind of that kind of talk is worrying because that's going to be like, oh, yes, we're still we're still obsessed with Web3. We love. uh, Yeah, exactly. We (laughs) we love live service microtransactions. We're going to pump out. Speaking of live service microtransactions, (laughs) Foamstar started its beta today. Oh, I wonder what I wonder like what people are going to say, but like players are going to say about that because you know at this point it's only been journalists who have been like, oh yeah, it's foam stars, it's surprisingly fun. But uh, we we know I mean, that yeah, Sony's going all love in. On, but Sony's going all in on live service. That's their that's that's their strategy going forward. So I don't see this guy changing that any in any way. Because yeah, they're 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 all about searching for short term short term profit, right? Short term gain. Yep. It's n- nothing long picture, you know. So they are can, they will willfully ignore the fact that pretty much live service games just you know fail nine out of ten fail. Uh, I was like you know you're you're and you're the luck to stumble upon that that one out of ten that is a that is a hit is so is you know smaller than actually 10 percent. you know it's it's uh i don't know it's i don't yeah i didn't know that stuff about him about this guy so that's concerning but yeah no when i saw the news i immediately was like okay who's replacing jim and uh how aggressive are they going to want to replicate the bullshit that xbox is doing and like just start extracting as much revenue as they can without at least like you said some of the uh whether it's real or not you know tact of trying to not just destroy the industry that jim would take how long do you think he will be in this position before they hire um someone new 
at least six months at least six months yeah. to a year i don't i don't a... see it going over a year usually you don't try to have an interim in a position yeah. for that long and unless you so... straight up promote him to full-time right i know that you know they're obviously focused on like short-term gains but you know I wonder how much of an effect he will have on the company in that time that he's probably not, you know, that he's not already having as like in his board position. What's a good, um, there, there's a good point. Cause there is, there is institutional inertia. That is yeah. a, that is a, it, a no <clears throat> singular person, even an executive can, it can exert that much power. And and I'm sure the, the new person that come, you know, gets hired in the position it, you know, if this if this guy was that person that was going to be hired, um, I may be worried more because then you have the ability to change the course of that inertia, you know, over, over time, time a over bit. Time, yeah. um, but, you know, but if you are something... just filling the role for, you know, six months to a year, well, yeah, some little things might change. But, you know, uh, you're there I, more I, just to keep things in the, the direction they were going until the next person. Yeah, can keep step the, in keep the wheels turn, keep the wheels yeah. turning. And I'm sure yeah, where he can will, you know, put his little nefarious mark of, you know, line go. Brrr. Um, but you know, like, uh, he can't be as disruptive. I'm sure as he wants to be or, or beyond what he already is in his board position. Here's um, the reality yeah, like, as this well. Is... That... Go, go ahead. ahead. I was gonna. All I was gonna say is that you know, there's the reality that PlayStation is like Sony's cash cow. You know. Yeah. That's, the, it, the, it, it no, really that's, that's what I was gonna speak billions. to. That's what, that's what I was gonna speak to. Is this guy? Is, you say is, more billions? More, yeah, more billions. <laughs> that's where their cash cow is. <laughs> more billions. Uh, yeah, is that is like un- you know, if we're if we're not being ironic about it, it's like, yeah, they're not they're not making money off their movie studios and shit. Yeah. They're not making money off their off their laptops, off their phones, off of shit like that anymore. Well, they probably made exactly. a little bit of money. It is PlayStation off of the, and the, the two the Spider Man the three Spider Man. And the financial movies. sector. And the financial yeah. sector. Yeah, but no, those that... got butchered up with Disney too. So Yeah, they're not making as much as they could be. Hey man, yeah. Sony's still the one who owns the Spider Man license. This is yeah. true. So, but that's to keep them alive. But that's what it'll depend. That's that's kind of how it, what it depends on, from my opinion. Is like, is the Sony, is the Sony board because that like realist really like this guy's not going to. They're never going to make him the full time because that would be a de, that would be a demotion actually mm-hmm. from no, like, his and current role. They, so they're going to want someone who has a uh, is a more Western faced uh, person for that role. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They need a white guy. Um, <laughs> That's not necessarily what I was saying. I was more saying I speak English. Um, but it, it really, I think it depends on what Sony wider eyes. Okay. Wow. <laughs> what they, Sony's... They, they, they need? They just they need a Silicon Valley sicko. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, I, I've read something that about like what Jim Ryan's uh, like monthly. Uh, breakdown was supposed to be and it was supposed to be like a week every month in japan with leadership and then the rest of the time uh internationally yeah but it all it all depends if if sony's board wants uh to continue to focus on playstation and like cares less and less about their other business lines then they're going to be more which we know know, because we've seen them We've seen them say they were liquidating some of their financial assets 
to yeah. uh, bolster their gaming uh, and entertainment uh, sector. Speaking of liquidating assets, that's a decent that's a decent transition to our to our next story. Yeah. Liquidating the SAG after people? No, no I, was just, I mean yes, they 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 will literally they will literally turn them into liquid into into jelly if to they feed got the, the chance to to feed the AI brain, uh, you know, to create like the the neuroplastic gel to to, to feed the 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 AI supercomputer. But no, I was referring to the wave of layoffs and liquidations that we're seeing across the rest of the the gaming industry. Man, I yeah. know you had some you had some some stuff for us there. I mean, it's. It's pretty significant. Both um, Embracer and Epic have laid off a fairly substantial portion of their employees. Um, on top of, I mean, there's been multiple layoffs throughout the year, but they Ubisoft did, Ubisoft did too. Did you see? I yeah. sent that last night. Yeah, yeah. It is. Uh, it is that time of year, I guess, where they are just going to start uh, prolifically cutting costs by removing employees. Yeah. You know, that's margin, that's profit margin they were giving up. So uh, they're they're doing the right thing and returning it to shareholders. Yeah. Well, I mean, somebody, Epic, somebody, somebody broke down the Epic stuff. They're like, oh, Epic has been, has been going at like 20% profit for the last few years. And they did the math of like what, what that would cut into to pay the people that they laid off. And they'd still be so far in the black, you know, it's, you know, laughable. So just to say that, oh, this makes us a leaner, you know, more, more uh, effective outfit, uh, you know, like where our spending is not, you know, sustainable is, you know, again, I'm, I'm for listeners at home, I'm doing the jack off motion. I'm gonna see if I can find that. Like a launcher breakdown. based on giving people games for free that don't need to engage with your launcher. Otherwise <laughs> would not be a super profitable experience. And like, yeah, they have fucking Unreal Engine and they own uh, Forklift, <laughs> which is just a perpetual money making endeavor because it's a, you know, a babysitting service at this point. They mentioned they mentioned Forklift in their statement. Yeah, I forget. I'm going to pull it up, see exactly what they said. You know, they said, we're, you know, we're we're trying to turn Fortnite uh, starting to grow again. Uh, we're trying to turn it into a metaverse-inspired ecosystem for creators. Oh. Uh, and it's saying, oh. how, yeah, it is. It is very funny how they're saying the growth there is driven primarily by creator content, not anything they're doing. You know, it's yeah. all about it's all about revenue sharing. Yep. Um, you know, it's like that. You know, the creators. You know, actual Action, baby individuals are 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 making. You know, we're not creative. We're just the platform holder. It's your favorite well, it's topic, even... Mike. It's platform economy. Come come back to strike again. <laughs> it, it's uh, even funnier this. because if you look at Epic, uh, you know, Fortnite is the big the big headliner for them. But you know, Fall Guys was a was something that you know worked pretty well for them for a decent chunk of time. You know, it's been a, a success. It's absolutely yeah. been a success. It's made, yeah. made and, it's transitioned and to free to play. Made made you know was it was one of the few transitions to free to play um, that has been successful. You know, it's it's making money and people still play. Well, it. too bad because the developers at Mediatonic were one of the ones who were decimated <laughs> the worst by the yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. So they got what, fucked. I mean, what does that even say? It's a like, self-sustaining machine at this point. We don't need you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like as as a worker, that's one of those things that you sit there and you're like, oh wow, like we make something successful for you and you reward us by saying, Yeah, thanks, sucker. Get <laughs> out of here. Well, yeah. with forklift, like, you know, uh, to relate it to my story of the SAG-AFRA uh, voice actors uh, <clears throat> authorizing a strike, as far as I know, they haven't gone on strike yet, but forklift, no, it was just, it was just the authorization. It was just yeah. the authorization. Forklift, you don't need any voice actors. You don't, you know, you don't need any, uh, any, any actors at all. Could just no, you just need to, you just need to steal, steal uh, people's dances, dance yeah. animations and not pay them, not pay them any royalties for it. Great business sense, you know, can't, can't question I mean, yeah. that. Who, who, who would have thought that the company <laughs> whose business model is giving away games for free to get people to come over to a platform you know, wouldn't want to be... tra- transactions. It kind of works a little bit. I think I have a game. Well, I've got a couple, I guess. That I, I guess I think I think I have the that uh, that ghost game that we haven't played in a little while. Yeah, it's the one thing I currently have installed from Epic on my PC. But I mean, it's not just Epic who had, um, you know, the other half of the coin is Embracer. Mm. Oh my God. And Embracer is the company who we spoke of last year, you know, when they were snapping up companies left and right, you know, as like the the Grim Reaper of game development studios. It truly and, you know, is the Grim Reaper now because, you know, they're <laughs> fucking, they say like, oh yeah, Crystal, is it Crystal Dynamics, the, the Tomb Raider yeah, people? Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah, no, they're, they're, they're fine. They're fine. We're not going to touch them. Uh, nope. Can we see them? No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we need proof of life. We need proof yeah. of life. <laughs> Current newspaper in yeah, photo. Please. <laughs> show well, Laura I mean, Croft. Yeah, show Laura Croft holding up this week's New York Times. Yeah, do it. <laughs> you know, and they had already gone on record. You know, right before these layoffs had come out, as almost you know, uh, you know, trying to spin zone. You know, as best they can, where they had talked about um, they were spending more on platform fees again, platform economy, uh, than they were on game development. You know. trying to super sustainable yeah that that is you know as a preemptive way of talking about you know we're about to lay off uh what were they were they 16 percent of their staff epic was like epic was 16 percent of their staff yeah which is a huge layoff mind you yeah yeah it's not a small company (laughs) Yeah, I think I think sixteen percent ended up being nine hundred people Oof. from Epic. Oh my god! And what once a layoff like that happens, you know the where the bottom sixteen percent of the company gets swiped out. You know the people who are now the bottom sixteen percent of the company are starting to look, you know, look around like you know when's our when's our calling gonna be? You know, when are they going to come out and say, oh, like your your work on Unreal Engine 5 has been great. Uh, we have an AI now that we've trained and adapted <laughs> off of your your coding techniques. And uh, yeah, you can we could either let you go or melt you down into the goo that runs. Yeah. The computer. <laughs> serves as your... lubricant for, yeah, for the supercomputer. Yeah, your choice. Yeah. Either way, you'll still be you'll still be, uh, you know, contributing 
to the, Which the way of Western pro- the overall the overall profitability. <laughs> yeah. It's get in the pod, eat the bug, or become the bug. <laughs> That's uh those are your so, two choices. What does it say you do here? Uh but still speaking of uh this is a bit of a tangent, but it's it's falls under the, you know, the ever growing and now retreating arm of Embracer as owned by the the Aspire studio owned by Saber, which is owned yeah. by owned by uh Embracer. Like, what the fuck do we think is going on with the Kotor remake? Uh is that game dead? Is it is it canceled and they just like uh, so, yeah, there's there's a whole bunch I don't of rights officially rights fuckery going around and nobody can actually confirm that it's that I it's think dead. it's so far rebooted that it's easier to not talk about it because it could just be dead in a couple more years. Right. Well, last thing I remember but hearing I think was the, that I think the music license uh discussion can be a valid argument because we've seen music licenses be the reason for many trailer removals from the internet. But, but why the tweets? But why the tweets with no music in it? Why the tweets I'm, with yeah. no with no footage? Like that's what's that's what's really uh scary to me. But like so we know we what, know that what's Aspire, the key on this? I, so, I'm not caught up. So Kotor remake was announced in a Sony state of play or probably, probably one of the first showcase. ones for the PS5. Yeah, yeah. yeah so I was, remember that a while. It was ago. shown. You know, it's shown. It was like fucking. You just see Revan's face, and that's or his yeah. mask, and that's it. Um, <clears throat> but it was being done by this. You know, no real hate to them, but like kind of rinky dink outfit, Aspire. You can most, say amateur. It's okay. Yeah, <laughs> who are most known for doing ports? They just did the. They did the ports for. The original Switch. KOTOR games, they put they brought those to Switch, who are now currently embroiled Being in a class sued. action in a class action lawsuit because they claimed that KOTOR 2 was going to have or include what was the original fan and mod it, for yeah, finished re- the DLC that was restored content. It was the it was the restore content mod. Um and they're like, Oh yeah, it's gonna have it's actually the game is actually gonna be finished and it's not gonna be broken. And then they 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 marketed all that. They sold it, and then it came out. And they're like, "Oh yeah, actually, we're not going to do that." Um, so they're getting sued now for that. I think the sad part there is I don't think the I think the people in the lawsuit are correct, but I don't think they can win. So I don't think they can prove injury on the fact. Well, I mean, injury is like very could be very broad, uh, and it doesn't. I, have I just to I be. feel like they they're going to have a very difficult time proving the the injury aspect to win that part of the argument well but there's also like um you know courts sit in equity as well so they could if it's you know like the injury could be kind of like inequity like you you know you're injured uh in the fact that you were promised something that you know was not given to you and you relied on that fact and you know it, it it is a tougher thing to like probably grasp uh you know like what the injury is here and it is like odd because it's like the missed out fun essentially yeah because like you you still you still have the game you just don't have the additional part that was promised on top of that yeah but again like your injury there's another lawsuit fun that you you know you relied on the you bought this game because you thought you know you were going to get this this extra fun this extra dopamine bump and yeah you were, you know, uh, 
you wouldn't have bought it otherwise is essentially like the argument because there's another lawsuit going on currently from uh people who bought the cyberpunk limited edition xbox one x which Mm. came uh was supposed to come with the dlc and then Mm. didn't Mm. same same injury you know you were you relied on uh and yeah, bought in that, it but in that, in that case yeah that. it's paid dlc as well yeah is this yeah that's it's a little different but so yeah. back Slightly. to just ex- explaining what it was yeah. is aspire was then this so this kind of basically amateur rinky dink outfit um they were given the project of recreate of remaking and we're not talking about like a a um or anything. a remaster or something like that or a no this is a, a full final a full ground remake yeah style. ground up remake of kotor of the original kotor for ps5 at least that if it was exclusive it would probably be timed but um they it would come to pc at the that would be yeah, the probable it, so it was you know so back this is a while ago now there was they had like a vertical slice of it and it was like, nope, this is really, this is so bad. This is terrible. Like, this is, <laughs> this is, this is awful. Um, go back to the drawing board. But then it basically got, it got taken it away. It was like from a them. week later after the, like, go back to the drawing board. It was like, nope, nope, going no, somewhere got, else. Well, it's because they had creative directors leave and it's all sorts of stuff like that. Yeah. Um, it got taken away from them and given to Saber. I yeah. thought we knew that already, but yet, yet Aspire is still part of this conversation. Um, but it was given to Saber, and that was the last thing we've heard of it. And then we've now got these these removals of the of the trailers and announcement tr- promotional stuff was removed yeah. recently. Um, my thing is maybe it's like you know it's like Saber's still working on uh, Space Marine Two, so and like that's definitely got to be their focus. So like if they have people if they had people working on it, it was like yeah, back to no, we're back to the drawing board. This is back to pre-production we've got a small small a small core team working on on bringing it up like that that was you know they had i view it very similar to the the reboot of metroid prime 4 that happened uh developmentally except this one happened a little earlier in its lifespan which is good that's good yeah you want that to happen sooner than later yeah that that was the problem with the metroid prime 4 one was i think it was 2020 when it was like, yeah, we uh, we're starting over because boy, that was that was not good. Yeah. From from which, that, which has definitely more... put Metroid Prime Four more into the next console launch now instead of the the Switch life cycle, which will always be a meme of the first uh, Nintendo Direct after the Switch launched uh, with Metroid Prime Four as one of the key. Uh, trailers which titles and by trailer i mean a uh title title card yeah, yeah. we, love, we I love, mean, love those trailers that's what the like, kotor one was and that that seems more <laughs> of like a like a business decision of we're we're scrapping what aspire did saber has a new vision you know we need everything to align more than like a rights thing because i feel like at some aspire point someone was like wait you by... gave it to aspire we need to see what they're doing right now like looking at their development, be like, okay, yeah, no, we are Disney playing yes. fast and loose with their with their licensing. Uh, but yeah, it's but similar, like yeah, Saber already had this license deal with for Space Marine Two, so you know that's 
you know, much looks further down green. the pipeline. Oh, I'm so excited. Yeah. I'm so excited. <laughs> I can't wait. I can't wait to play that. It looks Do we have a good. date for that yet? No, so that's definitely coming next year. It's still everything will say still 2023, but I, I don't think that's possible. Um, my favorite launch uh launch timings are the TBD dates. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, I don't think that's I don't think that's coming. Um which will be good because we're getting uh Owlcat Studios Rogue Trader at start of December. So don't need warring warring Warhammer IP going at the same time. So I I I I'm happy to see it pushed a little bit. Hey, but all of that IP may be pushed back if there is a voice actor strike. As well, you know, we said sort as we of. said earlier, we had the authorization ninety eight not, not, not every company not every company is no, being targeted right now but it's people... 10 it's activision blind that... light disney ea epic a lot of the big ones interactive a lot of the big ones good Insomniac. but i think the, yeah, effects of the gaming strike would be more felt later than sooner yes yeah. no, because of like the these development sure. times those are those are pretty yeah. much done the, that works pretty much done it's more like they may cut it because promotional stuff can't be done. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, they're not going to cross the picket line for, for promoting these things. But I, I, I did see funny memes of like, you know, like the, the, the soul leaving my body as like, you know, the solidarity leaving me when, when, yeah, uh, when, when the, Spider-Man the 2, my hobby. No, it's when yeah. Spider-Man 2 gets delayed. <laughs> <laughs> but that no, wouldn't we, get delayed. But no, no, we stand yeah. in solidarity with all, all workers <laughs> and all, in all levels. So. If they decide to go on strike, we, you know, we should all For be sure, supporting support. them. Um, so, so yeah, right, right now they're stop it's, playing it's, video games and start reading books like real. But it's, why, <laughs> but it's why unions are good because you know it's a it's part of their bargaining process yep. right now. This is this is leverage that they hold now, and because their their contract negotiations are currently ongoing. So 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 they like because they haven't struck yet. <clears throat> um, which, by the way think it's weird that it's struck and not striked um but i feel like i would just say they haven't gone on strike yet that 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 clears it up that clears it up yeah but so i I hate when people say struck i'm upset with myself for saying struck they have not gone on strike yet um and uh struck myself repeatedly this morning in the shower Change change the change the U to an O and and add an E somewhere in there and, and you're you're not too far off. Um, I'm in the stripped club, straight up jerking <laughs> it, and by it I mean my penis. Oh, so so their their contract, their old contract is still in effect. Production is still going on, like it, it's status quo um, until they go on strike, and then that's when things would, uh, you know be affected promotional material new production on voice acting that's why pokemon is based no no voice <laughs> acting they'll never have to stop their production it's all the to this. <laughs> um, <laughs> they're smart they're thinking ahead I mean, they, they they need to they need to pay somebody to make links grunts <laughs> no they, they literally just go oh, out in the street and they like walk up to a random person they black bag them, bring them back <laughs> And the torture sounds are what you're getting as the, the... <laughs> yeah, um, but so one thing that I really want to say about the uh, 
the worker movement in general that I had been thinking of recently. And I, I mentioned to Andrew yesterday, one thing that, you know, should at least be the next step, or I hope is on the mind of the organizers is the effect on consumers and that effect being used as leverage to, um, to pit people against unionization. So, you know, we talked about, Ben, you said that, uh, Epic or Embracer, one of them had like a 20% profit margin. Um, if they, if they had paid these workers, you know, it still is going to be, you know, a, a double digit. You're talking, yeah, like profit. 15% rather than 20. But we know that executives are not going to want to take a pay cut in their bonuses or whatever. We need to see shareholder value go up. So who gets hit in that process you got to find the money somewhere they're not gonna you know to be fair i don't think anyone wants to take a pay cut well yeah psychologically sure but when your pay cut is you know 80 billion to 79 yeah i I was just more making the joke of like you're like the the billionaire doesn't want to take a pay cut i'm like i i also don't want to take a pay cut i like my (laughs) well but the the point is you as the worker are not taking a pay cut. We're giving you a pay bump under these union contracts. Uh, the UPS workers are getting paid, you know, up to 170k a year. Who gets, who, who are we going to have to extract? Who's, who's that- saddled? Who who gets saddled with that extra bit? It's the consumer, exactly. yeah, not it's the, the consumer. CEO, yeah. So one of the things, and it it is talked about in the worker movement at times, but I don't know if it's it's something that is on the minds of people. Um, you know, in well, it's gonna go. It's going gonna go along to to reinforcing the argument of like the fucking Capcom executive who's like, game prices are hundred dollars for games. Yeah, games are too cheap. Well, exactly. So games are gonna go up. Prices for shipping and UPS will go up. Uh, the price of cars are gonna go up. Um, and it'll be used in the cars media have already to say gone up. it's because these workers are asking for more money it's because the union you know the union contracts it's got the next raises. fear it, it's instead of instead of retail theft being the problem it'll be these pesky fucking unions are fucking yes. up your prices exactly and so i really think that in part of these negotiations and taking a holistic approach because these workers are also consumers you know, you, you, you are both in this capitalist society that there needs to be at least an eye and or, uh, you know, the thought to regulating prices of the product being produced by the worker within those contracts that, huh. um, you know, it, due to the, the increase in worker pay, uh, you know, price of games or price of streaming services or whatever and end product cannot the end product cannot increase more than x percent over the life of this contract and then you know my lawyer brain wanting to negotiate the other side as well like you know uh, uh what they would think is like okay so then the give is if the rate of inflation reaches X percent, uh-huh. then you're allowed to go, you know, go above the, you know, the standard rate or something oh. like that. Who, who say like, who is the, uh, you know, deciding factor of, you know, these prices is like who determines when, you know, or how great inflation is like, is it an actual responsive system or is it just, you know, at the whims of, uh, you know, price setters? 
Well, and, and sure. And like, you know, that that's something you'll just have to live with. Because it's exceptionally convenient for them. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But, you know, and, and it is also in the worker's interest because it is also a, a way of taking ownership of that product and, and taking, you know, some some more power from the managerial class of being able to say, no, that, you know, we're producing this. We we want to, you know, provide this, you know, whether it's actors like this entertainment you know, uh, voice actors, you know, again, entertainment, what, uh, this is our craft, our art, we don't want to exploit consumers as well. So, you know, uh, bringing back that power to the workers side of being able to say, no, we want some say in the, you know, the regulation of the, the prices and, you know, um, you know, if, if it can't be, you know, a full on like negotiating the prices in that process, at least putting benchmarks and like caps at what could be raised again to take power so, back from yourself sounds like you're trying to plan the economy mike i don't know yeah, <laughs> yeah. no but you know and it and it's just helpful to the movement because we know that is going to be the media's line that you know they are going to once prices go up and whether you know they're little pernicious increases like uh hulu goes up to you know, goes up a dollar or something um, as a way to make up the costs for the the new contract. Fucking like Amazon the, introducing the ad ad option, but you have to spend three extra dollars per month on top of whatever you're already paying for Prime to skip exactly. those ads. And, yeah, and, and the, it may the, not. The be real part that, that tells the, you that that one's shitty is the fact they don't offer a once a year version, where you just pay a year like you would for regular Prime. Uh-huh. But so like a couple bucks, it may not be right away because the, you know, the um, increases in prices, the consumer may not be uh, as visible in the, you know, the short term, Yeah. but especially if the labor movement continues to gain, uh, gain momentum like this, that that's a a weapon that they've used before. And the media will use again, uh, the media and the ruling class to pit consumers and, and workers against these workers um and and again you always have to think in the american economy not only are you a worker and a laborer but you are a consumer um so you know you're you're getting hit on both ends uh and so you know you need to you as the worker should also be having that eye to the consumer and the you know maintaining or you know gaining back some of that power to say what you know the price of your end product is yeah, I mean that's yeah. why that's why there should be you know employee ownership, worker ownership mm-hmm. is should be the end goal because you're not yeah you're you're not ex- you're not existing for just again pure pure profit motive extraction but for longevity of 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 a of a regulated market for yep. because it's it is I, I like how you you phrase it as this holistic approach it's understanding that you know you you exist as this kind of complex operative in the economy Mm -hmm. you know you are producing but you are consuming as well whereas you know the capitalist class they they don't do anything they don't produce they don't produce value they don't do and their and their consumption is on a different level they're not consuming in the same way that you are um and you know even if they are consuming some of the same products it's in they're in first class on the plane and you're in fucking business and coach, you know, uh, yeah. it's, it's completely separate. 
you're spending a lot of money so much you're spending so a lot of money own. to get the cancer causing slurry in your food whereas yeah. you know they can they can pay the extra to get all all organic yeah all designer clothes instead of the fast fashion that you know people uh model off of their designer uh pieces and for them who cares if costs increase like 10 percent? they make 20 yeah. percent more than they did the year before every year incredibly heavily weighted for them and like it is something that's talked about from time to time and like brought up uh in some scholarship and by some uh especially some of the like newer um you know thought on on organizing in this way but it it's not that there no one's actually put act- that in yeah no one's put it in and there's been an active uh agenda say to split labor and consumption you know we talked about it well in there's back in the day with the antitrust and like in the platform economy you know uh but not even that like it just even the self-preservation of it all like it's it's hard in the moment of like i need a fucking raise it's hard to then be like well let's try to argue to to limit prices but that might make them want to reduce how much they're going to give us on the raise like there you can't that it's a it's a hard thing for someone to and that's what do like, in the moment obviously don't fault any of these organizers activists workers yeah. but it's to the people that are at the higher level of these labor movements and, and there is like talk between these you you know they don't exist in vacuums on their own at, at those higher levels um that it's something that they should be talking more about and you know bringing to the table again not fully as something that is going to get into the next contract but it is something that needs to be talked about more and more to make it more normal make it an idea that could you know seep in at some point um especially as you know as the momentum keeps going and going um with with organizing but you know the ups uh video games like these uh very kind of like discrete end products that you could see you will be able to clearly see even the pernicious little raises or increases to the consumer um i think is just like uh, an important place to note this point um because it's not you know uh it's not as it's more tangential uh i'm not tangential tangible um uh, you know the prices and 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 like the uh the end product of the consumer don't expect your ceo to take it on the chin no <laughs> not at all exactly they're not going they will off, find they the other off, spot to they exploit. will offload it anywhere yeah to continue extracting yeah you you're gonna get a you know a increase on your your wages we're just you know they, they operate how the u.s government should to millionaires and taxing them on the back end you know, like you get all this money or whatever, or, you know, even if we did like uh, UBI and it was not means tested and like billionaires or whatever, get the, the fucking, you know, monthly uh, little pennies for them and uh-huh. you just take it and taxes on the back end. That's what the corporations do to a worker. Okay. We're going to have to give you more money, but the products that you inevitably have to buy from us, you know, whether it's directly from this corporation that you're working for or one of the other corporations in our conglomerate 
we're going to catch you on the back end and you know profits from jacking up the prices on the shit you're consuming that's why we need to crush the labor movement you know people are making too much money uh there's not enough fear of losing your job yeah we need to be 30 percent unemployment like that fucking uh, megamind ceo (laughs) (laughs) keeps the people hungry Literally. That dude's forehead is <laughs> yeah, literally. <laughs> yeah, I I thought it was photoshopped for the longest time, so it was like no way. That's a dome. All right, so there were some other stories that we had lined up, but we are at it for time. So if you want to catch all the stuff that couldn't make it into the pod, folks, check us out on Twitch at Twitch.tv/CampaignComrades. We will be doing our uncut comrade stream where we talk about all these stories that couldn't uh, we couldn't squeeze in, and and, and we'll circumcisions. Be, yeah, we will be doing <laughs> we, we do that on Tuesdays, uh, so it'll be day after this this episode releases. Release on we'll be releasing on Monday, October second, right? Uh, I think I have yeah. that right. Yeah. Um, all right, day folks. Mike becomes a lawyer. Hell yeah! Congrats up to congrats up to him. Let's uh certified let's... certified sicko. Yes. Yep. A lab. He's part of the elite now. He's gonna leave us behind. Um... I get to suck my first blood. <laughs> get a little shot of adrenochrome. All right, folks. But uh we will see you in the next one. I believe I believe it's Luigi's Mansion is the next thing. It's we're Gooigi starting. time. We're starting spooky season off right. Uh we will my Gooigi. That will be out next week. <laughs> Be on the lookout. All right, folks. Thank you so much for listening. We will see you in the next one. Bye-bye. Bye.